Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I feel like I am finally kind of getting my life together, which is good. I've been on this two-week, turned into two-month, turned into three-month road trip now for quite a while and am finally feeling like, okay, I want to start to ground a little bit more. I want a little bit more stability. Things are starting to flow. I'm getting my energy back. My capacity is expanding and I'm so pumped because I'll be spending about the rest of, yeah, about the rest of September here in Lander, Wyoming. I then have a wedding to attend in Columbus, Ohio. Then I'll be flying back to Denver, flying in and out of Denver, then traveling back to Leavenworth, Washington. That's going to be a big drive, but then I'm going to Greece. (laughs) So I'm really excited for that. After Greece, I will probably be in Leavenworth for the remainder of the climbing season. And then who knows, but I'm really pumped because a lot of the times I think we want this plan to follow and we want to know it as soon as possible. And for me, it really took just being okay not having a plan. It took being okay surrendering, really going with the flow in order for the plan to come about. And I'm fully aware of the fact that the plan might change as well. As somebody that really used to identify highly as a type A we're going to say it, control freak personality, you know, somebody that was very perfectionism based. Like I really like going with the flow was impossible. Like just, it just was not a thing. I always had to feel like I was in control or just some semblance of control around the situation. And I'm really proud of myself for moving beyond that, moving more into this flow state, more of like the type B, like, okay, yep, things are happening. I trust the universe. I trust that things are happening for me. I trust that things are going to unfold as they need to. And I really do think that this plays into to the conversation that I want to have today surrounding making decisions more quickly inside your business. I talked a couple weeks ago about the two markers of success in an entrepreneur. And if you haven't listened to that podcast episode yet, I'd highly recommend going back and listening to that. One of the biggest markers of success is the ability to move through fear and make decisions quickly. It really doesn't matter what the decision is. You just need to make it and move on. If we don't choose, the decision will be made for us by the universe. It's, it really is that thing of like, you have to jump or you're going to be pushed. If something's in alignment for you, if something's meant for you, it's going to come your way. It's not going to miss you no matter what, but it is a lot better to move forward from that empowered place instead of feeling like you're being like, pushed or forced into something. So we're talking today all about making decisions more quickly in order to move the needle forward inside your business. So some updates before we get into that. I am so excited because I'll be hosting an energy healing circle on 9-9. So this is a portal. This is a big one because the number nine in numerology is all about completion, ending the cycle, bringing things to a close so that we can open up new possibilities, new beginnings, new experiences, welcome in new people, new energy into our lives. This is going to be all about releasing, release, 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 release to receive. It's so fucking important. 
No wonder we feel so weighed down. No wonder we feel so heavy. Like there's just so many emotions that are just like sitting under the surface. This is like, this session is going to be all about releasing emotional baggage, releasing the shit that's holding you back so that you can welcome in the new. Okay. So that's going to be on nine, nine. There are only eight spots available. I'm going to put the link for that in the show notes. I'm so excited about this. I got amazing, amazing feedback on the last energy healing circle that I did for Lionsgate on eight, eight. And I've made the decision to do and host these energy healing circles on portal days. So nine, nine, I think I'm going to skip the 10, 10 one because I will be in Greece and hey, I want to enjoy that, but we'll see. We'll TBD, TBD on that one. Um, September though, for sure is a go. You're going to receive intuitive guidance. I'm going to do card pulls. Everybody gets individualized time and attention. I'll be sending you the energy. These events typically last around 90 minutes and they are such a fucking blast. What I tell a lot of my clients with energy healing is you're probably going to feel pretty tired the day that you receive the energy healing. There's probably going to be big emotions that come up and rise to the surface because they need to be released. What we do inside energy healing is we actually raise your personal vibration and frequency to your highest timeline, to what's available for you in your highest and everything else that's not in alignment, everything else that is then a frequency mismatch has to fall away, but it has to come to the surface in order to be released. So big emotions, you might feel just like really emotional, really angry, really frustrated, really whatever it is. And it might seem like, okay, this is coming out of nowhere. Like what's happening? This is just coming out of the blue. I don't, I don't understand. And you don't need to understand. All you need to do is just witness those emotions and allow them to fall away. You don't need to do anything to move past them. They are literally just going to dissipate from your body so that you can actually operate at that highest frequency. So I'm really excited about this. Again, all the details will be in the link in the show notes and only eight spots available. We sold the last healing event out in about 48 hours. So I'd hop on this sooner rather than later if this is something that you're interested in. If you have been receiving energy healing and energy work before, you know that you will benefit the most if it is consistent. If you're consistently engaging in healing, clearings, if you haven't yet experienced energy healing, I would really invite you to come join us. It is a powerful fucking magical experience. All right, let's get into today's topic. Okay, we're talking making decisions more quickly. And I think that this is such an important conversation because analysis paralysis, we get so caught up in, am I making the right choice? Am I making the wrong choice? Is this good or bad? What, what's going to happen if I do or don't do this? And what this is really rooted in a lot of the times is scarcity mindset. So thinking that if you don't do something that you're going to miss out, thinking that, oh, if I invest in this thing, I'm not going to make it back. It is making decisions based on lack based on there's not enough to go around, there's not enough time, there's not enough money, and we get really tripped up in this. And when we want to live a life of abundance, we actually have to make decisions in alignment with abundance in order to call more of the same in. If everything is energy and like attracts like, we have to make sure that we are making our decisions out of love and abundance in order to call that into our reality. So with making decisions more quickly, the reason that this is so important is because nothing will move your business forward faster than actually making decisions, that is the needle mover. If you are sitting there wondering, should I take on clients? Should I not take on clients? Should I do a website? Should I not do a website? Should I put this offer out there? Should I not? Like when you're, the longer that you're sitting in the limbo, the longer that things are happening around you, 
the more that you postpone starting or putting something out there, the less likely you are to do it. This is, I mean, totally wrapped up in here is perfectionism, not wanting to take messy action, fear of judgment from people. But when you actually are rooted in your own self-worth and you are coming from a place of abundance, you're making decisions out of love, you really can't fuck it up. And starting to understand that, okay, it is this concept of what's for me will not miss me. I literally cannot mess my own life up. Like you can't fuck your life up. I know it might seem like you do and you can because we've made decisions in the past. And then because of that, maybe we have experienced negative emotions. We've experienced negative situations or negative feedback from other people. But really all that is, is a perception. And when we're stuck in this victim mindset of, oh, things happen to me, they don't happen for me, that's when we start to miss all of the lessons. When we start to really believe that, okay, everything is happening for me, it's happening for my highest and best, it's happening for my evolution, I actually really do need that contrast. I need those shitty events to happen. I need those to experience those negative emotions because, yes, it's the full range of the human emotion spectrum. That's what makes me know that I'm alive. But it also helps me get to know myself on a deeper level because if I didn't have those negative experiences, if I didn't have those negative emotions, I wouldn't actually have a reason or a catalyst to make a change in my behavior. I wouldn't actually have a reason to do things differently. So it's starting to learn to be thankful and grateful for all of the things that are happening in our life. And when you know that, when you know, okay, yes, there's going to be good, there's going to be bad, I'm going to experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, you stop worrying so much about it. You stop trying to run away from all of the negative experiences and the negative emotions because you know they are crucial to your evolution. They are crucial to you reaching your highest potential. So I've got six different tips here on how to make decisions more quickly. And what I would recommend with this list is taking what resonates and maybe leaving what doesn't. There's going to be different things for different people, which is why I always love to give so many options. But the first and the most important one is to decide if your decision is coming from the place that you're making it out of. Is this coming from love and abundance or is it coming from fear and scarcity? This is so fucking important. It's this this is this is why it's number 1. Like if you don't do anything else, do this. If you sit down, you get radically honest with yourself. You get quiet. That little voice in the back of your head, that's probably your ego. <laughs> it's probably talking to you and it's fucking afraid. It hates change. It definitely doesn't want to do anything different. And it certainly wants you to stay the same. It doesn't like the unknown. It doesn't like uncertainty. So therefore, if that voice is speaking up, you're probably making a decision out of fear and scarcity. And I'm not saying that you're a bad person if you do that. We all do that from time to time. We all slip back into scarcity mindset. I mean, I've worked so, so hard on shifting into abundance mindset. And there are definitely times in my life where I see like, oh, fuck, okay, I've slipped back into this. I'm playing small. You know, what are the beliefs associated with that? What are, you know, what's going on in my life in order for me to slip back into that? And how can I start to take steps to walk myself back out of that because for me, when I make decisions out of fear and scarcity, they don't feel good. Vibrationally, they feel wrong in my body. I run up against a lot of blocks, a lot of obstacles. Things feel sticky. Things feel hard. But when you are truly, truly coming from a place of love and abundance, I mean, the question here is, how can I be love? How can I act from love? Let's let's use this as an example. So a beginning business owner wants to put services out there in order to help people with investing. I mean, this is a really common topic lately is how do I get started investing? Like, I'm really interested in this, but like, holy fuck, it's confusing because there's so many terms that I don't understand. There's just like a lot to this. 
So somebody wants to help people with investing. And let's say they just sit on this idea for a couple of months. They're like, oh, well, I really have a lot of knowledge about this, but I'm just nervous to put it out there. What if people judge me? What if people don't take me seriously? You know, I, I didn't, you know, get a degree in this or whatever it is. I need more certifications. I need more experience first. And they just hesitate and they just don't put things out there. That right there is definitely a decision coming out of fear and scarcity, fear of being judged, fear of not knowing enough, fear of feeling like an imposter. The scarcity piece is, well, who's going to want to work with me? Who's actually going to hire me? I mean, not understanding that there are just like so many fucking people in the world. Like we've got a huge population. There are enough people that definitely want to work with you. But if you were actually making that decision out of love, love for yourself, love for understanding and believing that you deserve good things, and then also love of helping other people, you would put the offer out there. So if you get quiet, you get honest, you're going to see really quickly, where is this decision coming from? Is it coming from love and abundance or is it coming from fear and scarcity? And am, oh, am I okay with that answer? We can say yes to things out of love and abundance. We can also say no to things out of love and abundance. You know, those are boundaries, wanting to protect our time, energy, sanity, knowing that while it might be a really tempting offer, maybe it's not what's in highest alignment for us. A really good example of this is somebody that wants to quit their full-time job and order to pursue, you know, maybe their side hustle or this thing that they've been working on on the side, they want to actually go full-time in their business. And then all of a sudden, right when they're about to make the decision to quit, they're offered a promotion or they're offered a job that is like just so tantalizing and so like they're just like, oh my God, I really want to, I really want to take this job. Like I thought that that's what I wanted to do in the past, but also I really want to go full-time in my business this is the universe testing you. This is the universe asking you like, okay, you said you wanted to go this direction. I'm going to put, I'm going to put this little like thing in front of your path to see if you're serious or not, to see if this is really the direction that you want to go. Or are you going to let yourself get distracted? Because you know, deep down, while this might sound really appealing, it's not actually what you want. Maybe it'll be a nice distraction for a little bit, but you know, in your heart of hearts that your side hustle is the thing that you really want to pursue. And when we talk about alignment, I think it's important to point out that when you're in alignment, not everything is going to feel easy. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be challenges. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be things that come up that really make you fucking question, I mean, everything in your life, but who you are, what you want, your desires, all of the things. It's not always going to be easy, but vibrationally, you know, the choices and the decisions that you're making in your life, if they sit right with you or if they don't. And it is that piece of like, can I actually just get honest with myself? Can I actually just be quiet enough? Can I actually spend enough time in my head to where I get to know myself on that super deep level and I can call myself out on my own bullshit when I know that I'm playing small and I'm making decisions out of fear and scarcity? So for me, some of the decisions that I've made recently inside my business are around hiring and delegating and having support and actually allowing myself to receive. I know it's fucking scary to hire things out. I mean, it's the control piece. It's spending money. Like, it's all of these things wrapped up into one. Is anybody else going to be able to do it as good as me? But, I mean, the question here is, like, what if somebody else could actually do it better than you? Like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I think it's really important, too, to point out that when we make decisions out of love and abundance, 
it could actually turn out better than we ever thought it could. I mean, I just hired a virtual assistant to create some landing pages for me for some opt-ins for my freebies, the 22-day meditation challenge and the connecting with the consciousness of your business meditation that I have. And she sent me the links over for me to just like proofread it and to just for the first look of it. And I was like, holy fuck, like not in a million years could I have designed this. Not in a million years. That right there, I mean, I was I was definitely nervous making that investment. It was significant and I didn't really have a lot of background on the work that she had done but I just trusted my intuition that this was the right person that came forward and I was like all right I'm doing it I'm making this decision out of love and abundance to say yes to this not knowing how it's going to work out and surprise surprise it turned out better than I ever could have imagined so that's that trust piece is trusting trusting that things work out for you I mean I tell myself all the time I'm a lucky person things work out for me I might have the timing a little bit off sometimes because the way that I want things to work out doesn't necessarily always line up with (laughs) divine timing, but I am so lucky. Things happen for me all the time. I have been in Wyoming for exactly one month now, and one of the favorite crags that I've been climbing at is an afternoon crag, meaning that we are starting our sessions around 3 or 4 p.m., Usually that's when I like to start winding down and stop doing things with my day. And I found myself initially trying to drink cold brew or more caffeine to keep myself energized, alert, and snappy feeling for our climbing sessions. But then I had a really hard time sleeping after because caffeine has a half-life of 12 hours. I remembered that I had brought my favorite Organifi red juice packets and immediately switched over to red juice. And I have been so happy, so happy that I did that because I no longer have any trouble sleeping. Sleep has definitely been high on the list of priorities for me in the last probably four or five months. I have been going to bed around 10 and waking up at five, which is just a little bit too early for my liking. So anything that disrupts that sleep even further is a no-no, so the caffeine had to go. With the red juice, I have a pick-me-up, a boost of energy that is totally caffeine-free, and it also has tons of superfoods included. Things like red beet for vitamins and minerals, rhodiola for stress management, cordyceps mushrooms for a natural energy boost, reishi mushrooms to help support energy levels and longevity, and so many other amazing ingredients. I love that this comes in just a cute little travel pack so I can bring it with me and have it on the go. I just put one of these packets in my 16 ounce water bottle, a little bit of ice for my cooler because let's face it, I'm a little bit bougie and having something cold to drink while I'm climbing is just the best thing ever. I am so happy that I packed this for myself so that I can crush at the crag and still get a good night's sleep afterwards, while also knowing that I am putting a ton of superfoods in my body. If you're finding that you also need some energy around 3 or 4 p.m. and you want to try out Organifi's products, you can use code EXPAND, E-X-P-A-N-D, at checkout for 15% off. All you have to do is go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and choose the red juice travel packets. I mean, I really love all of Organifi's products. I am certainly, (laughs) certainly not choosy or picky when it comes to Organifi. I think 
that they do an incredible job. Their Harmony is another one of my all-time favorite products. And then their green juice as well. Green juice with either nut milk or raw milk is absolutely to die for. Make it ahead of time, make it the night before, put it in the fridge so it's extra cold and drink it first thing in the morning. You will thank yourself. Again, you can use code EXPAND at checkout for 15% off. Tag me and tag Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I on Instagram and let us know what you got. Okay, number two is if you are somebody that struggles with analysis paralysis and your your brain just goes to like the what if place all the time where you're just like, okay, but if I made this decision, then this could happen, that could happen, that could happen. Here's what I suggest. Give yourself permission to actually list out all of the worst case scenarios. So if you list out all of those and then challenge yourself, like this is the crucial part. Like you can't just list out like here's all the shitty things that are going to happen. You have to take it one step further and challenge yourself to come up with solutions for those situations. Okay, if I make this decision in my business to move forward, to put my offer out there, and then my brain's telling me nobody's going to sign up for it, okay, then what am I going to do about that? Well, you're going to pick yourself up, you're going to dust yourself off, and you're going to put another offer out there. So actually challenging yourself to see, okay, not only what is the worst case scenario, but what am I going to do about it? This is going to prove to you that you are so adaptable, that you are so flexible, that no matter what, you're going to figure it out. There is nothing that you can't figure it out. Every single worst case scenario that your brain can come up with, I bet you, you can come up with three solutions to that that are going to show your brain nothing Nothing that comes my way, I can't handle. I am only given what I can handle and I can figure this out. This is gonna help you build up trust in yourself, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit. But this is huge. If you are somebody that's like, I just, I can't seem to make a decision because my brain is telling me like these other 17 things are gonna happen or I'm really just hyper-focused on this one outcome. What you focus on is what you attract. So if you need to give yourself permission to just like literally get those ideas out of your brain, if you're always focused on what you don't want to happen, you're missing out on the opportunity to focus on what you do want to happen. Again, what we think about energizes the actual outcome. So if your brain is rooted in fear and scarcity and saying that, okay, if you put your offer out there, nobody's going to sign up for it. And then you have that thought process throughout the entire time that you're launching your product or your offer. I mean, you're probably not going to show up as much. You're definitely not going to show up as powerfully and people are going to feel those vibrations. They're going to feel that. And that's what you're going to attract in. And it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy of like, well, I was nervous that nobody was going to sign up. That was my energy throughout the entire thing. And then nobody did sign up. And then here's where I'm at. And then now I have this confirmation in my brain that nobody wants to sign up for me. And then I don't really want to put myself out there again. But if you were actually just to say, you know what, if this doesn't work out, great, I'm going to tweak it and I'm going to do something different. And all of this is just an experimentation. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, how launching really is an experiment. It's just different variables that you're playing with. It gets to be fun. It gets to be lighthearted. And it's really not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world if something doesn't work out. I mean, I cannot tell you how many flops that I've had how many failed launches, how many things that I have done that I was like, okay, yep, I learned a lot from that. I certainly won't be doing it in that format again. I'll probably switch it up a little bit. And all it is is information. All it is is information. So allow yourself to get those worst case ideas out there, take it one step further and actually come up with solutions for each of those worst case scenarios. If X happens, then what am I gonna do as a Y? Okay, number three is anchoring into not being able to fuck things up. Okay, this is so important. Please, please, please 
please start to understand this. What's for you will not miss you. You cannot fuck up your own life. Even though it feels like you can sometimes, you cannot make a wrong decision. When we start to remove ourselves from this bi-neural way of thinking from this duality, good and bad, right and wrong. When we start to remove ourselves from that, it's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. It just is. What if, what if the decision that you made wasn't right or wrong? What if it was just a decision? Every single day, we need to make so many decisions. I mean, people run into decision fatigue all the time. This is why when you save your workout for the end of the day, it feels fucking impossible to do it. (laughs) When you just do it right away first thing in the morning, you don't even think about it. You're like, yeah, I pretty much went to bed with my gym clothes on. I just woke up and like did the thing. It's a lot easier. So when you anchor into, I can't fuck things up, a decision that I make is just a decision. Well, then it takes a lot of the weight. It takes a lot of the pressure off. What if you trusted yourself enough in the moment to make the decision that's anchored in abundance and love, and you trusted that that was the, quote, right one for you in that moment? And sometimes the right decision will teach us a lot of lessons. Sometimes we think we're making the, quote, right decision, and it turns out to be a fucking disaster. Again, that goes back to like, we really need that contrast. We need a catalyst for change. We need something to elicit an emotional response that's so big for us that we know that we need to do things differently the next time, that we know we need to repattern. We need to choose differently. We need that information. So what if, what if you truly believed that you can't fuck it up? What if a decision's just a decision and you don't put any weight or any meaning into it? Okay, number four is trying on decisions for a few days. This is what I actually tell a lot of my clients. And this is a really important one because I think it's going to allow you to make decisions a lot more quickly. This helps you build up trust with yourself. And when you try on a decision, let's say you do have a a relatively big life decision to make. Do I do this thing or do I not do this thing? I mean, for me, I was offered just a couple of months ago to buy a multiple seven-figure business and to pay off the business as I expanded it. And I thought a lot about it. You know, this was a huge opportunity. I've wanted to be a multiple seven-figure business owner for a really long time. And I was like, holy shit, this opportunity is just plopped my lap. And I was like, all right, is this something that I want to do? Is this not something that I want to do? And I had to actually try on the decision for a few days. So for a few days, I acted as if I had purchased that business. How would my energy change? How would I need to show up? What would that require of me? What would my day-to-day look like? So I literally just acted as if I had purchased that business. And I allowed myself to observe how I felt. Did I wake up in the morning with more anxiety? Or did I wake up in the morning feeling excited, feeling ready to go? Did I feel like there was a heaviness? There was a pressure? Did I feel like anything was out of alignment? Did I feel like my mind was racing? Did I feel overwhelmed? Being really, really hyper aware of how I'm feeling in those moments and taking note of that and not making it mean anything. I'm just getting feedback. And then after that, I tried that decision on for about three days. After that, I tried the decision on of not purchasing the business and observed how I felt. And I was like, you know what? I actually feel a lot better. I feel a lot better trying on the decision of not purchasing this. Of course, there's so much FOMO in there. Of course, there's so much, oh my God, this opportunity, you know, it's never going to come around again. I'm never going to get this chance again. You know, somebody is offering me this seven-figure business and I just like, I'm so nervous about it. Like, am I even ready? But what that really taught me is that I am ready and that if that opportunity can come around once, 
it can come around again. What's for me cannot miss me. So even if I say no to this and it's truly meant for me, it's going to come back around. Maybe it's not going to be in the exact same format. But for me, that was really all about I had to try this decision on so that I could observe how I felt under the surface and really get clear on, okay, if I were to do this thing, how are things going to shift? How are things going to change? I mean, you could use this decision in, okay, maybe I want to pivot my business. Maybe I actually do want to go full-time in this. How would I need to act? How would I need to show up? So trying on decisions for a few days. It's like trying on a pair of pants. If you put the pants on and you're like, these are fucking uncomfortable. I really don't like these. I can't actually sit down. I can't really breathe in these. Well, then great. Take the pants off. Let's make a different decision. Like, it doesn't have to be as big of a deal as we are telling ourselves it is. It actually just gets to be a decision. Okay, number five. This is one of my favorite ones is learning your human design. If you don't know your human design yet, go get your chart. I'll put a link in the show notes for where you can grab your free human design chart. And this is actually one of the most helpful tools that I've ever fucking used, ever used. This is what I use with a lot of my clients. And it's something that has just been fascinating to me from day one, learning more about myself. And human design has given me a ton of permission to act in a way that I know feels natural to me, but that I just haven't had the permission to do yet from society and conditioning and what was modeled to me as I was younger, human design feels like coming back home to what I know is true and to what I know really works for me and feels like this just like breath of fresh air. I get to take the weight of the world off of my shoulders. The part in human design that's so important, specifically related to making decisions, is what's called your authority. And there are multiple different types of authorities. And the one that I'm going to speak to the most, because 50% of the population has this, this is also my authority, is the emotional authority, which really means that if you are making decisions in emotional highs or emotional lows, those are probably not going to be the decisions that are actually in alignment with you long term. So I know for me, if I am making impulsive decisions, and I'm just like really hyped up, really excited, typically, if I'm around other people at the moment, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that thing, I typically end up over committing myself. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, why did I do that? Or similarly, if I make decisions when I'm in an emotional low, maybe I am more stuck in scarcity mindset. I'm a little bit nervous. I just am letting fear take the wheel. Again, not decisions that are actually in alignment with my highest and best. So with the emotional authority, the suggestion here is to just take a couple of days to make decisions, making sure that you are allowing yourself to come back to even, come back to like this level playing field and make decisions from there. I think this also takes a lot of the pressure off too. It's like, yes, we do want to make decisions quick. It doesn't mean we need to be impulsive about it. There are definitely some types that it is more of a gut feeling or a gut reaction. I think for me, like, yes, sometimes I know in my gut, like things are right or not right, but it's often a little bit, it's way more subtle than that. It is, how does this feel in my body? It's again, like trying things on and understanding like, how do I best operate individually But also, it's reminding ourselves that, like, yes, we want to make decisions quickly, but we don't need to rush the process. That right there is scarcity mindset of thinking, like, well, there's just not enough time. Like, I just need to make a decision to make a decision. Well, actually, is it going to be in alignment for you? Is this something that actually sits well with you? So when I talk about making decisions quickly, what I'm really saying is how can we get you to realize that there is no rush, there's no good or bad, but also understanding that it's just a decision that will 
move things forward in one way or another. It will either give you information, it will give you opportunities, it will allow you to connect with different people, it will open up different doors, it will trigger different things for you, different memories might come up. It is just a decision and it's just a way for you to get to know yourself. So learning your human design, I think, is really important because it's going to help you pinpoint how best do I make decisions. Am I somebody that needs to wait a couple of days to make a large decision? Or am I somebody that maybe maybe my spleen is telling me where it's just like this little voice in the back of my head and it's just like this split second when the decision is offered to me. Some people respond really well to yes or no decisions. Some people just need to listen to their gut. Some people, it just depends, again, on how you are built. The way that I like to think of human design is it's just another tool in the toolbox to help me move through life in more of a flow state. Okay, last one is building up trust with yourself. When you trust yourself, you're going to trust that the decisions that you make are the ones that are in highest alignment. And I think that this is so big because I think so many people, especially women, we've been taught not to trust ourselves. We've been taught that we're too emotional, we're too irrational, whatever it is. But it is safe for you to trust yourself. It's safe for you to believe that you can't fuck it up, that you can't make a wrong decision, that you can't make a wrong choice. And building up trust in little moments looks like keeping promises to yourself. If you say you're going to do something, do something. But also recognizing that a lot of us put so fucking much on our plates. We give ourselves these just like massive to-do lists as a form of self-sabotage so that we don't actually get those things done so that we actually end up breaking trust in ourselves. So what if you actually just looked at what you're telling yourself you need to do were very objective about it, took some of those things off your plate and allowed yourself to build up trust by doing things that you know are going to move you forward and everything else can wait. Building up trust is one of the most important things that you can do as a business owner. For me, going through the brain rewiring process has been such a big catalyst for me actually starting to trust myself, starting to trust that, okay, I act in a way that is in my highest alignment, like probably 99% of the time. Again, sometimes I (laughs) anchor back into fear, scarcity, I slip, it happens. But for the most part, I fully trust myself. I trust the downloads that I get. I trust the way that things want to come through. I trust that sometimes when I get an impulse to do something, it's going to work out. And I trust Most of all, that no matter what, I will figure things out. So I think if you are somebody that really does struggle with trusting yourself, making decisions is probably going to feel pretty hard. So asking yourself, what are some of those things that I can do in order to keep a promise to myself? Maybe it's just even eating breakfast in the morning. Maybe it is getting eight hours of sleep. Maybe it's going to bed at the time that you told yourself you were going to. Because your relationship to yourself is the longest one that you're ever going to have. It is the most important one. So you need to be putting the most time, energy, attention, and focus into the relationship that you have with yourself. Everything else can wait. Everything else can wait. Okay, so I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if you loved this podcast episode. Feel free to share it to social media. Tag me. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. If you have somebody in your life that you think that this would be really helpful for, go ahead and send it over to them. Nothing is a bigger compliment to me than you sharing my work with your friends, your loved ones. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review for the podcast, you can head to iTunes. It just takes a couple of minutes. I have almost 100 five-star ratings and reviews, so I think we're at 99. (laughs) 
I just need one more. <laughs> I thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you next episode. 